Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. We all love our kids, but sometimes they can really push your buttons. And sometimes it's just the nature of parenting that situations will become stressful. It's the toddler who runs away while you're packing the groceries in the trolley, the child who won't sit in the car seat, or just the end of a busy day when everyone's tired and over it. That's when parenting can feel really hard. Sharon Turton says that approaching parenting the peaceful way can help everyone, though it's not something she says comes easy. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Well, thank you. One of the things you talk about in your book, Peaceful Parenting, is about being in the moment, which um, might not naturally in people's mind connect with being calmer when they think about a toddler who is going nuts. <laughs> they probably want to be as far away from that moment as possible. How is being um, present in that moment going to help a parent deal with that situation better? When we are present, we are more connected with ourselves, basically. When something is going on and our child is triggering us and we are feeling really irritated, really frustrated, whatever that might be. Normally we are up in our minds. If you can imagine, um, I love this analogy of um, a head bubble. You know in a cartoon where you look at the, the written cartoons and there's that head bubble. And often when we are in a stressful situation, that's where we are speaking from. We're up there you know, hurry up, get your shoes on. You know, I told you to clean your room, whatever it was. But we're not in the moment. We're out of our bodies, basically. We're, we're worrying and we're not present with ourselves. And when we are in the moment, we are much more grounded. We are home. We are here in our bodies. We're connected to our belly, to our heart. And there is more compassion and we're able to speak from a place that actually sounds so much more um, true to our child. And our child can hear us when we're speaking from a deeper place, from a place that's connected with ourselves. And that's the beauty of being in the present moment. It's a non-reactive place. So instead of being triggered and reacting from our frayed emotions, we respond healthily from a more connected and grounded place. It's so interesting because when you talk about it that way, I know in the morning when I'm getting the kids ready, I can see when I'm losing my patience. (laughs) It's when I haven't kept my eye on the time and we're running late. It's not their fault we're running late. They, every morning they do the same thing. They will not listen to me about putting their shoes on or whatever, but it's not that they're doing anything different Mm. or, you know, unexpected. Mm. I start getting short with them when I know that I haven't been on top of time. Yes. So it's it's about me more than it is about them. Absolutely. Children live in the moment much more than we do. We are time bound by everything that we have to do during the day. And there's a lot of things that we have to do as parents, whereas children are just doing what they're doing. They haven't learnt the unhealthiness of being time bound. <laughs> and yet in this in this world. We are. And so it really is up to us to be as present as we possibly can be so that we know what the next 
thing that we need to do is, because not because we are worrying and scrambling in our minds, but because we are connected with ourselves, we're connected with the moment, and then the next thing that we need to do happens much more automatically than if we are stressed in our mind. What does empathy and forgiveness have to do with being more peaceful? I mean, how do you use these skills as a parent? Empathy is vital. And for emotional intelligence, empathy is such a foundation for that. And it's the ability to see the world through another's eyes, to hear through another's ears, to feel what's going on for them not just observing it from ourselves, because we all experience life differently. And so for a child who is making a Lego tower, and they are so in the moment of making that beautiful, amazing Lego tower, and yet you come in, it's time to go, come on, hurry up, put your shoes on, we've got to go. And you, it's like they're being ripped out of this beautiful sanctuary of the present moment to go and put their shoes on and do what you wanted, want them to do. And of course, they're going to be upset. But in our world, we have to do what we have to do. So it really is, if we can have empathy and connect with them where they are in that beautiful moment, saying, wow, that's an amazing tower, look at that. And when we come home, we can finish that. You can pop that yellow one on there if you want to and just connect with them for 10 seconds and then gently bring them out. And that's empathy. It's really seeing the world through their eyes, what they need. Think about how do your children see you when you are being upset, when you are yelling at them, when you are impatient, when you are frustrated. What's it like in their world? to see mummy, the person, or daddy, the person they love more than anybody on the, you know, their safe person, to be screaming at them. That's a scary place. And to hear, what are they hearing with their little ears when we're yelling or speaking to them with a harsh tone? And what does that make them feel? Because the feelings that they are taking on board from the way that we are being with them will stay with them their whole lives and shape the way that they are. And of course, there's a lot of love as well, but we need to be really empathetic to what is going on in their world, not just in our busy world. And what about forgiveness? How does that work? Yeah. When we feel empathy for our kids, even if they are doing something that we don't want them to do, and there are behaviours that are just not okay, and that there are behaviours that we we don't forgive, because behaviours are not right sometimes. But when we have empathy for the person, for the child, then we are able to forgive. Not the behavior, but we forgive the child. And they get that. They get that they are still loved, still acknowledged, still special to us, even though the behavior might not have been. And so when we forgive, forgiveness is very interesting because forgiveness actually releases us from the grips of what we were just in the anger we just had. And it allows that beautiful connection to continue that we really want and really need between ourselves and our kids. What about intuition and action? Because there is so much information out there about how to parent. (laughs) How do you know what's intuitive and what's something you heard someone tell you to do? (laughs) What a great question. It's not always easy especially if we are 
gripped with the busyness of life and we're not present with ourselves. When we are not connected, when we're not present, when we we haven't really acknowledged ourselves, as, as I was speaking about in the first interview, when we're not home in ourselves, it's really hard to know the difference. But the more that you can be connected, grounded in yourself, in your body, not in the busyness of the mind, but coming home, pausing, breathing, coming back to the body, your body will always connect you to your intuition. You'll get a sense a gut knowing. And they call it a gut knowing because it is in our gut. It's in our body. It's not a mind knowing. You know, the mind will tell us what we've learned. And that might be from our parents. That might be from teachers. Who knows? But that's not our intuition. And as a parent, we know our child better than anybody on the planet. We are more connected to them when we are home in our bodies, when we are empathetic, when we have that beautiful connection. And so listening to our body knowing is really important. And if our body is saying a very clear no, we can trust that. If the body is saying, your little one needs a hug now, a big hug, open your heart, they need connection, they need acknowledgement, then go to them with that great big hug. If it's a behavior that's not okay, they need a clear, concise no, that is born of love. It's a very different space from just screaming no to when it comes from the heart and when it comes from that deep knowing and to trust that. And and it's a practice. It's not easy. We can't just say, okay, what's my intuition? You know, if we're up in the brain, it doesn't work. It's like stop for a moment. Just stop from the busyness of life for a minute. Breathe. Come back and check in. What do I need now? What is here now? What's the highest and the best for my child in this moment? And you will get a sense and the more you practice it. We all know the importance of role modeling, but how can this help create a more peaceful household? Well, I guess the thing is that what we model every moment is what our children are taking on board because they're little sponges And the first seven years of life, they're just like open vessels and they take everything on board. They don't have filters that say, well, mummy's being a bit unreasonable here. That's not appropriate. I'm not going to take that on board. What they do take on board from our being upset or yelling or whatever we do is the energy that we are dumping into the space, into the room. And that energy might be, ah, kind of stuff. Now, what are they taking on board? Because that is what we are role modeling. They might be taking on board, mummy is really mad at me because I'm not a good person. I'm not good enough. Mummy doesn't love me. Who knows? We don't know what's really going on in their subconscious and what they are taking on board. But the way that we are showing up in life as a parent, the way we are being is what we are role modeling to them. And that is what they will become. Okay. It's fascinating in, um, In NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, they talk about the way that we communicate with other human beings. And you would think that words are the main way that we communicate, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, words, obviously. But in the big scheme of what the other person takes on board, words are apparently only 7% of the communication. Something like, I can't quite remember the amount, but something like 36% is the tone of voice. 
so that you could say, of course I love you for God's sake. You know, do you feel loved? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and we do this because we speak from our own frustration. But the, the main thing, I think it's 56 or 7%, you can do the maths, is our body language. The way that we show up energetically. So if you walk into a room and you are feeling happy and you're feeling open and loved, you know, you're feeling good, you've had a good day, and you go to your child with that open heart, those big arms out, they're going to feel it. And what they're going to get is love and safety and I'm enough. Powerful stuff. But if you've had a bad day, ah, and you start, you know, clean up this, do this, do that, or, or whatever, you know, that's the energy that's being thrown around and that's what they are picking up. So our role modeling is really important. And I guess it's the only way is to be aware, have awareness of how we are really being. And this is a big job, especially when we're stressed. And that's why, for me, as we said in the the interview before, emotional intelligence, really being honest with our emotions, being true with how we are feeling is so, so, so important so that we can actually come to a place of peace inside. Sharon, thank you so much for your time today. That's such a pleasure. Thanks, Siobhan. That's counsellor and author Sharon Turton, and that was the second part of two interviews on peaceful parenting. If you missed the first, you'll find it in the feed. Just look for Sharon Turton. That's T-U-R-T-O-N, and we'll pop links to her book in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.